Hi everyone, this is Jennifer, your host, Living Like a Goddess in a Demonic World. Um, we had talked about in our previous episode, uh, which was very brief, about uh, touching on getting over past traumas. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, about trauma, um, which can take many forms. Um, I don't proclaim to be an expert on the issue, but from personal experience, I can share with you some of my insights. Um, hopefully that will help you even open up the door for you to uh, go seek the help that you need uh, to, to get through what you've been through. So anyway, that being said, let's talk about trauma. So let's just rewind all the way back uh, to childhood trauma, okay? So we realize at a certain point that most people go through stuff, okay? Like things in their life go wrong. They see things that they dwell on a lot. Um, it shapes them. It shapes, it shapes who you are. Um, sometimes even subconsciously, really, and you develop behavior patterns that later you're like, oh, why do I do this? This is odd. And then you start thinking, well, did I experience something that was not normal? Uh, but as you get older, then you realize that, wow, that stuff I went through was definitely not normal. So that's trauma, boys and girls. And then um, the fact that trauma uh, is, has a negative impact on us. Um, stress can actually be therapeutic. Uh, it helps us grow. But the thing is, if we don't have the coping mechanisms, if we don't have the tools to deal with it, uh, instead, of, instead of being beneficial for us, it causes harm. So that insight, my friends, I hope will help you. So I'm going to delve into a little bit more about childhood trauma. Um, as a survivor of abuse, uh, not going into specific details, at least not at this very moment, but I will say that as a child, um, I did witness some things by my parents that should have put them in prison, but I didn't know any better as a child. Um, I thought maybe these things were a reflection of who uh, I was maybe going to be someday as an adult. That troubled me deeply. Uh, I had to realize older that not everybody thinks the same way or becomes the same. So I was determined as a child to be a good person and not do what my parents did. And also to, if I had children someday, that I would treat them the way that I wish my childhood was. I think probably most people do that. So staying on the subject of uh, trauma as a child, um, there is there is a point where you're like, oh well, my parents did this, my parents did that, but then after a while, you stop 
blaming your parents. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, so they, they maybe did some messed up stuff. You developed trauma from it. Um, but at some point, there's learning that's done from it. And they move on. I don't know if your parents were like mine, probably, but generally speaking, we did not talk about our childhood issues to our parents, okay? We just learned to be quiet. Uh, we learned to go to our room if we were crying, okay? Uh, otherwise, we are going to uh, receive something to cry about, as we were uh, promised by them. Um, Maybe your parents weren't weren't like that. I'm sure you have your own version of how your childhood went. Um, but when you get to the point where you realize that was not normal, that was probably not the best way to raise a child, um, you realize that it doesn't have to shape you. You can change those things that, the behaviors that developed in you as a result of living through that, and you don't have to be what maybe your parents tried to train you to be, or what they tried to make you into. Uh, you can be your own person. You don't have to be defined by anybody. And not to say that a rebellious nature is the way to go, uh, because uh, it's easy to end up isolated that way. So really, I found the least lonely thing to do is to find other people that maybe have been through the same thing uh, that are similar to you in some way and talk with them about uh, your traumas we call it trauma dumping we know that but uh, trauma dumping is really great for as part of the realization process of what actually happened to you. So to have a moment where you can trauma dump with other people is really great. Not necessarily about um, sharing the exact details or scaring your friends, but to um, come to the realization that you had a messed up life, but you can do something about it now. So that's, that's the good news. Um, other traumas, as you get older, um, a lot of times people that have been in trauma from what I've seen, um, as a student nurse, I was at a psych hospital in Ohio and, um, I had seen people, a lot of them that were inpatients there had dealt with, uh, being abused as a child. Um, it took them many years to learn that that was not... Uh, normal and it took many years for them to realize that their behavior had changed for the worse and unfortunately got them to a point where they behaved in such an erratic way that they had to be hospitalized um, sometimes from suicidal attempts uh, or even trying to kill other people it was also a facility for the criminally insane. So trauma, trauma can really do some damage. Um, I also feel that it's important to recognize it in other people and in children 
and to be able to help them through that whether um, just simply recognizing it and being able to talk about it is is a huge deal and then there's the times that we have trauma and we don't talk about it to anybody that that's really hard to deal with internally um, it can it can really tear somebody apart emotionally not being able to have anyone to talk to or feel like no one can understand your situation um, for example I thought my childhood was relatively normal um, and then when I got older and I seen how other kids live and how their parents treat them at first I thought they were just um, pretending to have a good life kind of like my my parents did when we had company over and then I realized that no they were generally they were they were genuinely just nice people and some people are like that um, I was used to growing up with uh, liars for parents pathological liars uh, I was used to having we had one version that we of a story like of our family that we knew and then there was the version that was told to other people and I thought that was normal uh, when I was very very young and then later I realized wow that's messed up okay that's messed up so that's my trauma dump of the day I'm sure you have uh, plenty to share regarding the things that you've been through but the point that I'm trying to make is that childhood trauma it, it comes to a point where you realize it's actually trauma up to that point you think you have that that is normal life and it's not uh, same thing goes for the life that you're living right now uh, perhaps you are I want to say immature in your thinking uh, not necessarily by age but by exposure socially perhaps that you believe that I feel like I'm touching on a really sensitive subject here because I don't want to offend anybody but okay what happened to me I'm not trying to get too sidetracked here but I thought my marriage was pretty normal right I thought I was doing all the ideal uh, wife stuff uh, after I started going to school to be a nurse and hearing other people talking I didn't realize how very isolated I was since we moved away from my hometown and lived in his you know neck of the woods and um, these people were like oh wow that's not normal and I'm like it's not <laughs> what do you mean so and that way I was very naive and I was uh, you know considered mature uh, physically uh, by age-wise but I was not I thought that was normal and actually you know listening to other people um, social media and finding other people that have the same issue um, I started to realize that the way I was being treated was very cruel okay and um, it's interesting to me now how at the time I thought it was normal um, so as part of self-reflection it's always good to look at your life 
and think, is this really how life should be? Is this um, a circumstance to be endured or do we need to change things? And what can, what can be changed about it? See, at the time before I went to school, uh, became educated to be a nurse, um, I really had no idea of what was happening to me, um, that it wasn't normal. So, um, and then when I started to ask questions, you know, why, why is my life this way? Um, I started getting blamed that, well, that's, that's your fault. You shouldn't be listening to other people. And all these other things that came up as red flags, um, before, before we use the saying red flags, you know? So that goes to show you how rapidly, uh, society and social media can be helpful, uh, realizing that things are not normal. So if you've been through some some crap I'm really sorry um, but I want you to look at your life right now and do some self-reflection right now and think to yourself is this is this a good situation to be in is this is this uh, I don't want to say normal as in like you're supposed to be like some normal uh, person that's uh, not unique in any sort of way but that you know is your life free of of abuse right now are you enduring treatment by somebody else um, because that that's not normal just so you know um, shouldn't have to live um, a life of just enduring the presence of somebody else in your life. So, whether that be uh, an employer, a spouse, a uh, so-called parent, um, these people, I don't want to generalize, you know, other people in general but I'm trying to tell you that it's an easy situation to get in and you don't have to you don't have to do that um, not necessarily telling you to go be a rebel um, not necessarily telling you to run away um, but if you are dealing with some kind of abuse um, there's definitely so many resources to help you. Um, if you know somebody that's going through abuse um, and trying to seek help for them, it's really hard. I, I know that can be something that's really hard to do, and we're touching on a really sensitive subject right now. But um, to get through these situations, that are traumatic. Step one is recognizing that it's traumatic, uh, that it's abuse, 
and um, if you find that it's something that you think about a lot every day whether it's normal or not normal then it's probably not okay it's probably not um, I mean it's good to be not normal in in other ways you know creativity and things like that but to be abused is not normal so we're let's let's define abuse okay let's start with um, physical abuse obviously physical abuse is probably the easiest one to spot you got bruises you got battered you got um, even people yelling at yelling at you threatening you making you feel scared um, that's very easy to define abuse okay oftentimes physical abuse is so much easier to deal with um, emotionally than other types of abuse simply because you can actually see uh, the results of it and other people sympathize and even assist you with help a lot sooner than other types of abuse so another type of abuse I want to touch on um, is emotional abuse and uh, some people might disagree and say well you know you're just being too sensitive emotional abuse is subjective um, so really okay yes it, it is subjective because if one person views it as uh, hurtful then it is hurtful if another person laughs it off and it thinks it's funny then to them it's just funny um, so that's why having empathy of course is very helpful uh, recognizing when people are abused or not and people that have undergone uh, emotional abuse are usually very empathetic uh, they're really great at detecting when other people are sad um, when they're hurt they're usually very careful about what they say um, because these people have uh, experienced uh, hurtful hurtful things emotionally and whether it was abusive or traumatic either way um, these people have become very skilled in uh, dealing with emotional abuse unfortunately unfortunately um, so that's one type another one is um, financial abuse um, this is really easy to happen if you uh, are a stay-at-home mom uh, or if you're a child um, you have maybe shared money you may be told well if you want those things you're gonna have to figure out how to pay for them yourself and of course you can't so you feel helpless um, having money taken away from you uh, because of your behavior to cause you to be shaped into a certain person that they like that they want you to be uh, that that that's abusive those are manipulation tactics um, and one way to avoid being financially abused of course is to have your own money but if you don't have a job you don't have an education it's about impossible to do 
it's a very hard situation to get out of, especially uh, if you don't have close family uh, or you've been isolated your whole life um, and don't have any close friends. Also, basically impossible to get out of that. So, if you're undergoing financial abuse, just know that it is considered abuse. And um, when people are in court and they talk about types of abuse, uh, financial abuse is one of them. Um, it counts. It counts as abuse. It is real. And um, it can get somebody prosecuted as being an abuser um, if they withhold finances from you. So, of course, check with your local laws. Um, as far as, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but um, it definitely goes down in the books as abuse if somebody withholds finances from you. Um, another form of abuse is healthcare. Um, if somebody withholds uh, medical treatment for you, like let's say uh, you have a UTI and you need to go to the doctor to get antibiotics, um, an abuser would be like, you are okay. You don't actually need to go to the doctor. They'd have uh, a really good way of convincing you that uh, you don't need to go to the doctor and you don't need treatment and even convince you that you're not even sick at all. So, of course, we know that's called gaslighting when somebody tries to distort your reality uh, with their perception of what's going on or what they believe what they want you to believe, I should say, uh, for their benefit. Uh, not necessarily because um, they want you to uh, suffer, but because uh, they have a thing for not letting you get what you want. Um, so I know that's a touchy subject too. But those are different kinds of abuse. It's not all of them, okay? Um, if you feel like you're being potentially abused or suppressed, um, simply becoming more educated on the subject is, is your first step, recognizing abuse. Um, you can document it if you're planning on uh, legally getting away from this person. Um, as types of abuse. Um, I know the court likes it if you document the day and time and what actually happened from a factual standpoint. Um, obviously, if you're in immediate danger, you can go uh, like to a police station if you don't want to call uh, from your house. But you can go there and tell them what's going on and they can document everything and a lot of counties have uh, sheltering programs for people uh, that are being abused for especially for women and their children so there are things out there that you probably haven't discovered uh, that will 
definitely help you. So, trying not to sound too much like a um, self-help channel for abuse survivors, um, I also wanted to touch on, I had promised some spirituality uh, discussion. So, we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, the trauma, I hope uh, that shed some light on what you should do if you've undergone some trauma. So, we talked about uh, just recognizing that it is trauma. And we talked about um, what actually counts as trauma. Some of the things. So we can get into more details later. If you need help, um, there's so many resources. Get help right away. Uh, even call the emergency 911 if you need to. Um, and if nobody takes you seriously, uh, if that's one of your fears, um, start documenting and um, get yourself to safety so anyway that is all for right now in our next episode uh, we'll be talking a little more about spirituality so peace out and I will talk to you all later bye bye love you all